So the next morning you guys have a mask for Lowry and you're ready to go. Paul, I'm gonna say that you found yourself a velvet case, like one meant to carry a dagger or something like that. It locks from the outside. It'll be a lot safer for Sprickles to go into than a lantern, which has got glass and is probably gonna get destroyed if you bury it. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad I thought of that. You had all night and I figured, uh, you know, I shouldn't like kill Sprickles just because you didn't think of this and I did. Okay. You guys head downtown to the main stadium where they're going to hold the event. It takes a little while, but you eventually find Bingle and Sasha. You flag them down. They go, oh, hey, guys. Hello there, Bingle. You ready to watch us pound everybody's butt? <laughs> uh, okay. Sasha goes, that is weird. I feel like I've heard that phrasing before. It's very common phrasing. Bingle goes, whoa, I like your mask, Lawrence. Thank you. It's black as night, like my soul. Oh, cool. Very aloof. Very, uh, anti-hero. Why? What's anti about it? Well, you know, it's black as night. Darkness, that's, that's evil. Nuh-uh. No, it's good. Sasha goes, yeah, Bingo, what's bad about it? Because cause it's, it's, it's black darkness. Black darkness is very comforting. It's very safe. Nothing can find you hidden in the dark. Sasha goes, yeah, Bingle, didn't you ever hide under the covers when you were a kid? Darkness is safety. Everybody knows that, Bingle. I still hide under covers sometimes. Uh, I mean, I was always afraid of the dark as a kid. Did your mother not beat you with the wooden spatula for those kinds of thoughts? Mine did. They do that in the Earth Nation? They do that everywhere, I'm pretty sure. Sasha goes, yeah, I, I guess they must. That's weird. The Light Nation is so weird, Bingle. Bingle goes, it's not that weird. And Sasha goes, you guys do Tromboudet in the Light Nation. And Bingle goes, no, that was just my friends. Trumpets then sound overhead. The competition is beginning. Fighters, you are being ushered into the stadium. Come forward and announce yourselves. All right, Loud Rinse, this is your deal. Go get them. Yeah, I guess I'll just go do all the work again. You're not going to do all the work, Lowry. I brought bottled water. Whenever you get too hot, just give the word and I will pour the water on you. What about a towel? Did you bring a towel? I think Paulina has a towel. Yeah, I got the towel. The stadium is enormous. This is obviously for huge events. It's more like a coliseum. The judges invite you in and then have you line up. You're asked if you remember which judge awarded you your dots of certification or whatever. Point to the judge I recognize. Yeah, that one over there. The judge approaches you. Hmm... I don't remember this one. Oh, come on. What do you mean you don't remember me? I was one of the most skilled guys out there. I don't recall anyone wearing a black mask. Uh, oh, what? oh, shoot. That's right. I put on a mask. Would you like to remove it? Uh, but that'll, that'll kind of ruin my thing. I'm the dark mask. See, I want everyone to know me as that. Well, then I'm afraid I can't say I recognize but, you. Well, well, what does that mean, then? The judges ignore you. Moving on, they check the other fighters and they confirm, yes, I gave him some dots. Yes, I gave him. There's a couple of other fighters who fight about it, but the judges just move on. They don't spend a lot of time working it out. Can you believe this, man? This is highway robbery. I legitimately injured people. Like, I'm pretty sure I ended careers the other day. Several of the fighters are given green marks on their foreheads. Then they're dismissed. The remaining are made to stand where they are. An official comes out and says, those who could be verified have been verified. The remaining are a matter of a question. This is so not fair. As per our tradition, these fighters must prove themselves here and before your very eyes in a trial via free-for-all. The crowd cheers. Don't worry, Lowry, you got this. Yeah, Lowry, make them lick your feet. I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound sanitary. For who? For you or them? For anybody. Who knows what kind of germs these earth yokels have? It's true. He could get athlete's foot. Is that how you get athlete's foot? Man, I got some questions for my dad when we get home. Why, has your dad got an athlete's foot? No, I do. Then, 
Why are you asking your dad? I don't know. He's a smart guy. He knows stuff. A judge announces, The fun will commence upon the clapping of the slabs. Then an earthbender slams two slabs together and there is a thunderous ba-boom. Then everyone breaks into fighting. There is earth flying in all directions. Okay, create myself a little stone fortress and just hide in it. Chunk, chunk. Lowry summons up a little stone fortress and then just waits it out. It is a free-for-all, so this is incredibly effective. Everybody around you, Lowry, is breaking limbs. You hear screams of pain from outside your fortress. Paul and Elvis from the outside, you can see people are getting mangled. Rocks are falling, being thrown left and right. Someone in the crowd gets hit and they're carried away on a stretcher. Oh, we gotta do this back home. We gotta bring this tradition back to the Dark Nation. The crowd cheers. They demand more blood. But eventually, Lowry, the fighting dies down. From the outside, you guys can see one large, bald man standing on the outside. His forehead is covered in blood. He looks around and he says, Is that it? I think I've won. There's no other challengers. The judge steps forward and points to Lowry's fortress and says, There remains but one still. The bald guy comes up and he yells in, Lowry says, Come out of there and face me. No. What? What do you mean, no? No. Go home. You, 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 you gotta come out and fight me. We're the last two. No, I don't. He turns to the judge. He goes, can, can he do this? The judge comes up and strokes his beard. He says, this I recognize. It is the famed weight and stone technique. You hold your position and wait your enemy out. If one of you should pass out before the other, the winner is whoever stays awake the longest. The guy looks kind of confused and the crowd starts to murmur. Oh man, I hate this technique. Last time it took them three days for them to wrap it up. The guy goes, I will not wait for somebody to fall asleep. Will you look out? I'm coming for you. And he walks up and he goes, head of stone technique. And he slams his head down on your fortress over and over again, Lowry. Wham, wham, wham. But your fortress is powerful. And eventually the man slams his head down one final time, teeters a little bit, and then collapses. A judge walks out into the field and says, That concludes the free-for-all! And the crowd cheers. Maybe not because it was a great fight, but, you know, they're just glad they don't have to wait another three days. You can come out now, sir. You've won. Oh, okay. I come out of the fortress. What was your name again? Call me Dark Mask. I present to you the winner of the free-for-all, Dark Mask! The crowd cheers. And now you may advance to the proper fighting, Dark Mask. You've proven yourself. The rest must leave. And of course, everyone is like injured and incapacitated. So they're more like dragged out on stretchers. Jeez, can you imagine a nation like this trying to offer universal health care? Wait, that's an option? Oh, no, I'm just saying, in theory, can you imagine? Oh, my God, I'd never thought about universal health care before. Larry, you get down from the stage and Bingle's there waiting. Wow, Mr. Lawrence, that was fantastic. I was worried that you were all about the broad, but I see that you also know how to wait and listen which I've read is one of the fundamental things about Earth Mastery. Oh yeah, that and falling down like a ton of bricks. The two kind of go hand in hand, though. Guys, that criminal from before walks up behind you. He says, howdy, y'all. Oh, jeez. What, you just materialize out of the shadows? Nah, just walk out from the crowd. I know how to blend in. Obviously. Gee, what do you want? Get, here, can I talk to you in private? I don't want the kids to see us doing, you know, criminal transactions. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so buddy, I figured out what we want you to do. Now, we're going to need you. We've looked at the bracket. I believe that your friend, he's seated because he won the free-for-all, so that means he's going to be fighting the blind 12-year-old. She also wears a mask, so that'll be fun. And then after that, the Obliterator. We want you to throw the match at the Obliterator. Wait a minute, what? 
the blind 12-year-old? Yeah, they say that she's 12 and also blind. Well, how'd, how'd she get in all this? Well, first, her family is rich. And second, she has incredible earth powers. They say that she hears the stone itself. Okay, but she's still 12, though. If you want my friend to throw the match, why doesn't he throw it at the 12-year-old? Seems like... Logically, people would be betting against the 12-year-old and you'd make a killing. No, 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 because if we throw the match then, then everyone's going to figure the fight is rigged, okay? If you lose to the Obliterator, everyone's going to expect that. And look, we're going to bet big on the Obliterator. The money's not as good, the odds are not as good, but it's a lot more believable, okay? Okay, I guess that does make yeah, sense. Yeah, trust me, we're the criminal syndicate, okay? We, we know how to do this, so... All right, you throw the match at the Obliterator, don't lose to the blind kid, okay? All right, I got it. Okay, good. I'll see y'all around. Okay, and about that light dragon, right? You're gonna, you got a buyer lined up for it, right? Oh, yeah, we got someone. Just get us the dragon and we'll let you know. All right, great. Okay, go back over to Lowry. So, uh, Lowry, turns out you're seated in the brackets. What does that mean? I guess it means you get to battle a blind child. Oh, good. Well, that seems fair after making me fight like 30 people at once. Yeah, I mean, you didn't really fight anybody, but, you know. I did. I fought them through passivity and refusal to fight. That's a form of fighting. Yeah, they call that... Butt style. I fought him butt style. I thought that's what we're all about. We're more about pounding butts, Lowry. We could be about butts more generally. I don't know. What about instead of constantly talking about pounding Bingle in the butt, we just talk about butting Bingle. We, we're, we're gonna butt it. All right, all right. Let's not get too stuck up on the butt thing. I just really want to rephrase how we talk about butts and pounding them. Look, let's talk about how we're gonna steal that light dragon, okay? I'm gonna go in there, I'm gonna take that dragon from Bingle, and I think I want you to bury him just before your fight. No, no. During the fight with the Obliterator, right? The whole place should get rocked, you should have plenty of cover, dust everywhere, you know, should be good. Why don't I do it with the blind kid? The Obliterator sounds scary. Well, because I don't want the light dragon to be buried for longer than it has to be. It's going to suffocate, okay? We got to get it back out later. Okay, fine. Oh, shoot, actually, I need to find that criminal guy again. Hey, uh, shadowy dude? He's standing next to you. He goes, I'm not really a shadowy dude. I'm more like... A dude who kind of looks like everybody else and just blends in with the crowd. Anyway, what do you need? I, I actually didn't go away. Oh I, oh, I thought you did. I was going to ask, do you have any way of getting in here after dark? Because we're going to bury that light dragon in the ground. And we'll tell you where. Is, is that good? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I have a way of blending in with the crowd, even when the crowds have already left. Okay, great. How does that work? But you turn around and you're not sure if the guy you're talking to was the same guy you were just talking to. He kind of looks at you and he goes, come again? Uh, nothing. I think I was talking to someone else. At about this time, it seems that the judges are ready to begin something new. One of them comes out and they say, ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to welcome back to our arena your favorite, most well-known champion, the Obliterator! And somebody plays music. They've got drums out there. Boom, boom, boom. He comes out. He's like some great big, huge, super strong, fat dude. He's got a beard as thick as a rose bush. Two firebenders stand on either side of him and throw fire in the air as he walks down in a pyrotechnic display. The crowd absolutely loves it. And they say, on the opposing side is the lizard. And there's a little guy over there. He's dressed like a lizard. He's also got some theme music, but not as much. He's not as wealthy. You know, he can't afford it. The crowd cheers, but not as big. They're not as excited about the lizard. They get ready. The judge begins the fight. And the obliterator effectively just scoops up a ton of dirt like a bulldozer and then just moves forward, like burying the entire stage until the lizard is buried under, you have no idea, probably like a ton or two of rock and dirt. And uh, now dead, 
somebody comes out and they go, that is the match. The obliterator has won. And the obliterator throws up his hands and the crowd cheers and goes wild. Oh my God. Okay. This could be a problem. Do you think it's all fake? Are they just acting? He's going to bury me alive. Okay, maybe he won't do the same move twice. The judge yells, the obliterator! Another victory thanks to his signature move! Mountain of dirt which buries you alive! And the crowd cheers. The obliterator goes back. They start getting ready for the next fight. Somebody walks up and they say, Mr. Dark Mask, you'll be next. It's his signature move, Paul. Okay. Oh, actually, it's great, though, because we need to bury the light dragon, so... Uh, yeah, just try and get the light dragon in there. Oh my god, I am going to die. Are you, though? Yes! But are you, though? Larry, look at me. I don't think you're gonna die. How? How, Paul? I have agreed to throw the fight. That means I have to lose, and the man's signature move is to bury you alive. Well, just don't be buried alive. Use your Earth abilities to not be buried alive, and just let them declare the fight over. I mean, if you're pinned and they declare it over, you've lost, right? It's fine. It'll be fine. Easy for you to say. You've never held up two or three tons of stone before. But you can, right? You can do it, Larry. Paul's mom believed in you. Yeah, and you know if my mom believes in you, that means you're probably one of the best earthbenders in the entire world, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, your mom wouldn't say I'm an okay earthbender if she didn't mean it. Paul's mom has traveled the world. She's probably seen all the earthbenders. You gotta be one of the best. You know, that might be true. I might be. Yeah, so there you go. Use your amazing earthbending ability to lose to this guy without being killed. I know you can do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Mr. Dark Mask, are you ready? We're about to announce the combatants. Huh? Oh, yeah. Against the Obliterator? No, you and the blind 12-year-old are first. And then, if you win, you'll fight the Obliterator. Oh, okay, yes. Bring out the small child. Great. The judge goes up in the middle of the stage, and they say, Ladies and gentlemen, you witnessed him already in the free-for-all. Now let's see if he has more than just the ability to wait inside a fortress. I present to you, Dark Mask! And you do get some applause. It's not as much as the Obliterator, of course. But, you know, you kind of won the free-for-all. We should have got some pyrotechnic guys. Larry deserves it. We could have thought to bring some confetti. Oh, yeah, I could have wind-bend the confetti around. Ah. And in the other corner, the blonde 12-year-old! And a small 12-year-old comes down. They are clearly blind. They have cataracts in their eyes so thick you can see them as they walk down. Her eyes are basically pitch white. Oh, wow. The judge brings you both out to the middle of the ring. Are you both ready? Yeah. What kind of eye condition is that? How do your eyes get such huge cataracts in them? Little girl goes, that is rude. I didn't ask how your dick got so small. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. That escalated. Now I want a nice and dirty fight. Did you hear she made fun of my the size of my penis? I'm sorry, Dark Mask. She's allowed to do that. It's below the belt. That's that's a that's an attack below the belt. Those are allowed in the Ultimate Earth Fighting Championship. Well, there should be exceptions. The twelve-year-old goes, "I'm surprised you haven't heard it more often, honestly." I don't date very often. Oh well, that I'm not surprised about. Why do I look like a guy who doesn't date very often? I'm blind. Remember, I can't see. Well, then how do you know whether or not I date a Cause, lot? Because of the small penis. Women don't know that. How are they supposed to find that out just by looking at me? Oh, that is a good point. It must just be your personality. All right, and You know, fight. I don't know who you think you are, but you can't just go around accusing other people of having a small penis. And in fact, I know that I am average. I have double-checked. Oh, really? With who? 
It is not important who. You know, we have such a thing as called locker rooms. I was in the military, you know. Well, that would explain the homoerotic vibes I'm getting. No, it doesn't. It would explain why I would have a drug problem, maybe, but it has nothing to do with homoeroticism. That's only some of the guys. Okay, to be honest, I'm 12. I don't really know a lot about the military. Obviously. Your insults are not very sharp. They're very poorly honed. Well, aren't they, though? I could swear I've heard people joking. Maybe the Navy. Actually, you know what? You have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to come to the defense of the Navy. That's right. I'm going to stoop that low. I'm going to say that they're probably less homoerotic than you are. Or they're at least homoerotic in a funny way that I love. I love them in a, you know what, in a gay way. I'm going to say it. I love them in a gay way. I don't understand what's going on. I was special forces in the army, and I love the gavy. The gavy. Okay, lady and gentlemen, fight. We are fighting. So are, are, are you guys homoerotic or no? If you're trying to sincerely answer the question, you don't understand military culture. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this blind 12-year-old doesn't believe in your military. The crowd kind of murmurs. A little ripple goes out through the crowd. That's right. That's right. She's calling into question your military's dignity. You're the one who said you're gay for the Navy. That's right. I am gay for the Navy, and I'll stand proud and tall and erect for the Navy for the rest of my natural life. Somebody stands up and they clap. Yeah! Yeah! Fellow military guy out there, that's him. That's him. More of the crowd starts to cheer. I don't understand what's happening. Is the military gay or not? Do you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? The crowd starts to boo. Boo! Boo! But he said he is gay for the Navy. I don't I don't understand what side I'm supposed to be on. The crowd starts throwing trash. Mason, by any chance, do I happen to know, like, I don't know, the first, like, sentence of the Earth Nation national anthem? Mm, give me, uh, like, just give me an intelligence roll. Okay. Uh, you think you can stumble through it? Oh, Earth Nation. Ah, Try and get the crowd to join in. And the crowd takes the bait. People start to stand up and they sing the Earth Nation National Anthem while throwing trash at the blind 12-year-old. I just mouth the rest of the words. Something, something, our nation. The girl, she's just like, oh my god. Oh my god, okay, all right. I surrender, I quit, I quit. And she storms off the stage. The judge grabs your wrist, Lowry, and he goes, the proud Earth Nation Nationalist Dark Mask wins the battle. The crowd goes crazy. Okay, get off stage. Well, Lowry, that was uh, unconventional. I hate the military. If our service was not compulsory, I never would have joined. Could not get out fast enough. Me too, buddy. Me too. Hey, so how big is average? Just out of curiosity. You are, buddy. Oh, good. <laughs>